four, three, two, and we're rolling. You are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. I know, it's boring as hell, but oh well. What? No way! Welcome, welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, episode number 20. And that voice that you just heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. Thank you, Mr. Tate. It sounds better every single time, regardless of the circumstances. That man you just heard right there, as he always introduced me, the best way he can, my friend and the humblest man on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. Hi, Adam. Hi, Tommy. Somber occasion, isn't it? It's uh, it's kind of weird, and not because we're doing it remote. It's just a little weird, that's all, you know. You made a tough announcement this week, you know, but it is what it is. You but know, we're and professionals. We said we're, we're, we're going to be here. We're going to be here. We're professionals, absolutely. And producing this professional podcast is my son, 10 miles away, social distancing, at his home, on the controls, is the producer. Of the Tommy and Adam Hearts and Name podcast available on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and every single other DSP. My son, Big Bubba J. Martinez. The one and only. How are you guys doing? And he continues to be Mr. Enthusiasm. Oh, sorry. And, sorry, and the, the somber mood in here has got me um, <laughs> got me feeling very different. And he's the only reason that we're able to do this. You know that. Yeah, it's very that's true. true. That's very true. That's, that's not even He's a very important person. His importance has grown. As time he's, has gone on. He's the key of this uh, thing that we put together here. Right. That we dare so call a podcast. Well, I enjoyed it. I don't know. More about you guys. No, yeah, I enjoy it. It's just something that you say all the time. You know, <laughs> I, I saw an example of a problem that we've been having recently. Well, well and what It was all in that, that intro. Well, it was, was all in that great, intro. It was a great intro. What are you talking about? It was five minutes long. No, we don't play a five-minute no, song at the beginning of the not, show. Just because you like the song long. and all of its Latin rhythms doesn't mean <laughs> that it needs to be the centerpiece of the show. Number one, number one, that song, even yeah. though it's not rock and roll, that song no. is what is known as fat sauce, salsa gorda. And I'm not talking about the sauce you get at, you know, at, at P- Pepe's. P-H-A-T fat? <laughs> yes, fat, yes, P-H-A-T. Oh. A.T. Fat. That okay. was uh, that was El Maestro Roberto Roena and his Apollo sound. And just okay. FYI, that's, uh, you know, in English, that would be Roberto Roena and his Apollo sound. You know, because you got it for that. I got I, I got I got it for the translation. Yeah. I, I got the translation that. going. You know, that's off his album, Pa Fuera. You know, a big album, 70-something, if I go back on my dad's 78, 79, whatever it was, maybe a little bit before that 
it doesn't matter. I'm in the zone. Produce a couple of hits. And that song was called Las Brisas de Mi Borinquen. That just reminds me okay. of my home. Because, you know, oh. what, is, what reminds you of your home, Adam? Um, I don't Sweet Home Alabama? I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you from Alabama? No, I'm not. That I, that oh. I doubt. That I doubt. That I doubt. But I feel I like I'm, doubt, a, I'm from Missouri. It's kind of a hick place, too. But uh, <laughs> they have breezes uh, there too. But you're taking total creative control of this whole operation. Well, what, what, what are you talking you know, about? I, I I provide you with uh, celebrity endorsements. You don't like my Harvey Weinstein celebrity endorsement. You don't like my Bill Cosby celebrity endorsement. I I made a 14 minute parody condom commercial that got nixed. This was quality stuff. And it's all on the cutting room floor because you nix everything I do. Man, what what see, this is what this is what this is why we have to end this. Because why didn't you tell me this when we were face to face here in El Gran Studios number two? Ooh. Oh, yeah. so now, you now the, the reason I, I say it is because of the, the distance. You know, is that what you're saying? I don't have the, I don't have the I damn have boxing. I don't, I don't know what's going on here. What, what's going on? I just don't know. I, it's, it's... I'm not, I'm not man enough to say it to your face. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I did not say that. Now that's you're putting what words in my mouth. Don't that's say what that. I'm hearing. I didn't say that. I did not say that. Uh, that laughter doesn't help either, Jay. I don't know. I don't... My bad. Okay. So what you're saying? So what you're saying is that is just. What, what? That's hey, That's my theme song, but only for me. When I told I'm you at the, the beginning, board. I told you at the beginning. It'll, it's the Tommy Martinez show, right? And I'm just going to be it's, like, uh, I'm going to be the, Ed McMahon sitting on the no, couch to Johnny Tommy Carson. Tommy and Adam. It's the Tommy and Adam show. Well, I told you when we went when we went into our hiatus because we had that first creative difference. Okay, yeah. I told you, right. and and I told you with the most the the biggest sincerity in my heart, brother. Yes. It was. I tried to do at least some test podcast by myself. That's hard as hell. I need you, Adam. Oh, you need somebody to bounce, bounce your information off of. To be somebody like a soundboard to to hear your voice reverberate off of. We're a team, man. We're a team. I don't know We're what's all this hurt feeling stuff. I just don't get it. Why? And then how can you give this announcement to Jeremy and not tell me about it? Then you guys tell me, Dad, you got to need you need to go on your Facebook and write this well, in here. Because we need a go between. It's there's too acrimonious in between you and me. So I I go through Jay so he can give it to you. Since you know you're what, the big boss. You know you know what you know what this sounds like. April Fools. Uh, <laughs> we got all of you, suckers. Uh, God, that was hard, man. Four days, four days later. That was hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I worked that up? It was too easy for me to get out. Actually, oh, man. You know, was, there was actually, some realness to that joke. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> there was there was but, i don't know how we, many people we fooled like four no, days later but no, we, anyway. we 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 you know whoever's listening to us it was it was it was a great idea uh <laughs> i'm just gonna say uh-huh, whether, monica it, you it, idiot it, you it, fell it, for it. it don't call my daughter an idiot come on <laughs> that's not cool but you know, but but you know, I, it was it was it was my hat goes off to you again. The reason why this should be the Adam and Tommy hard today. Oh no no no! You see, you're the really the creative voice behind all this, man. 
But I'm if just, somebody I'm were to tune a, in and I'm listen to the show, buffoon. they'd hear I'm your just, voice 86% of the time. I'm just a buffoon. That's why our mystery intro guest today wanted to remain anonymous. And he's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what hurts. That's what hurts, man. I didn't appreciate but, that review but, he gave in the intro. No, no, no but we immediately, we immediately uh, uh, did our refute to it. We, we vehemently, <laughs> we vehemently said, "No way, no way." Oh, yeah, but you know, Adam, it was, uh, it was a great idea. I, I think it was like from the minute I saw it, it's like, wow, this is really good. When I got the, when I got the tape for it, I said, "Wow," I wasn't even thinking about that. So it was like, and it was April's Fool, so it was great. At least you know what's the cool, the cool part about it. Yeah, we got to see a bunch of comments on my uh, on my podcast post. I know. <laughs> Other than That's, it's boring, that doesn't usually happen. I know. <laughs> Other than it's boring, all oh, boring, and then there's the big guy <laughs> sleeping with disease. Right. <laughs> that, felt that, that felt yeah, good. That felt good. But I, honestly, I don't think we got everybody though. We didn't get everybody. It's, oh no. no. We got two people and that was about it maybe you know again it goes to show you when we think we have nobody we had those 57 active listeners so they're That's in right. there somebody they're like the ones that you know that the ones that you know that are on the facebook and read your post but never comment i think it's something like that no you're probably right so yeah but that was so, good we got some extra interaction and we saw a bunch of people with they gave us a little sad faces and the tears yeah, running yeah. down and I, you know the questions started coming out, but it was good. It was fun. I, I thought it was excellent. I thought it was a good idea, something for uh, for us to work with. And uh, at distance, as we've been doing, and Adam, you've been doing some great work on the programs yourself, man. Coming up oh, with some I? really coming up with some really cool things. Oh, you know, you know, well, especially you. especially under these times of uh, emergency and all of these. You know what I'm saying? I so, know. Well, we have to be I resourceful was, in these times. Yeah. So I thought it was. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of like what dad's referring to everyone is Adam did these cool little artist salute from the podcast. So let's go ahead and start with uh, the first one. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Dame podcast would like to send out our condolences to the family and fans of country music star Joe Dickey, a casualty due to complications from contracting the coronavirus. Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove a hundred thousand miles on my knees. Hauled marbles and rocks and thought twice before I hauled a Barbie doll bed for the girl next door. She tried to pay me with a kiss and I began to understand there's something women like about a pickup man. Joe Diffie. Yep. Yeah. That coronavirus is touching all sorts of people in all areas, and the music industry is is not uh, removed from that. So I'm, I'm people, kind some of artists I'm, we know are being affected. I'm not trying to be stupid here, but it's just like when we mentioned Roberto Rueno, I wouldn't. I wonder how many of our audience actually know who Joe Diffie is as well. It's like those are the extremes of how the culture is working. Right. Yeah. It's it's in all areas of of music. We're gonna have like people on that we might know as rock and rollers we're fans of. We might have people from all different areas of the music world. You know, I thought it was, you know, I, I, I think that what's going to separate us at some point 
is going to actually come. Like I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, I think it's going to unite us to somewhere, especially when, you know, this kind of, this kind of, of a pandemic or whatever, you know, whatever the buzzword is surrounding it, uh, mm-hmm. is going to make us do, you know, we're, it's gonna, it, it's, it's touching us all as human beings regardless. So it goes to show you how mortal we are and how, uh, how vulnerable we are to these things. So, you know, and, and we've said this before and our heart goes out to all those out there that haven't, that, that aren't employed. And we're, we're hoping that at least listening to us here, talking some BS for a little while, uh, gets your mind off of it. If again, you know, if this is your thing, so, so that's where we're going to go. So are, are you guys want to jump into the today is, or what are we going to do? Oh, let's go yeah. straight into it. Yep. Let's are do we, it. Are we cool? Are we cool with that? Yeah. 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 Today is Saturday, Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Yesterday was it cold or what? It got it was what like happened? twenty. It was twenty. It still is. It's like twenty nine degrees right now. It was beautiful, short sleeve weather the day before. And I what have happened? No, I have no idea what happened. I think on Wednesday was really nice, and yeah. all of a sudden, I mean, I know that I have a pear tree behind my house, and I think well, there goes the leaves. You a know, Bradford I, I, pear tree. So Not a pear tree. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, Jeremy. It's one of those things. <laughs> Is there a partridge that sits in your pear tree? I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> those things do stink. So anyway, yeah, but but uh, I had one of those and the, the leaves, that, you know, because they had come out, they had bloomed and it was ready mm-hmm. to go. Thank God this year we haven't been able to go out there and, and buy non-essential things like flowers. And had because right now they would have been all covered up <laughs> because of the because because of all of the freezing going on, you know. I thought at your a, house flowers were essential, dude. I'm telling you right now, just uh, let's just hope a widow doesn't listen to this any anytime soon. But oh. dude, by this time, by this time last year, we had 75 percent of our flower beds down, dude. And Damn. this year, so coronavirus. <laughs> yes. Coronavirus again has some positives right there. For right now, it's it's preserved some of my you know some of my high some, from going back and forth. Can you order some plastic plants through Amazon and just kind of stick them in the ground <laughs> so you don't have to worry about planting and growing? <laughs> you want to see? Yeah, me it on, just leaves more work for you, you later. You want to see me on the homeless uh, the homeless list? You know, oh. if I do, if I bring something like that up. Anyway, today, gentlemen, today is National Vitamin C Day. Oh, that's probably a good wow. idea. How, appro- how appropriate is that? Yeah. That's probably what one of the it? recommendations the CDC gives you to make sure you 30, get some daily vitamin C. What, 45 days into this gigantic mess? And now, you know, yeah. they, that's, that's, uh, yeah. that, between that, they're saying the exercise, you know, taking vitamins and all this other stuff. Adam, do you take vitamins? I do. You do? I take a multivitamin. Mm-hmm. I so take I. like a, a magnesium capsule. No kidding. I take a vitamin B supplement and a vitamin E. Wow. Yeah. There's no I'm coronavirus. There's, there's no coronavirus coming close to you, dude. Can't can't live by me. I got no, too I much good stuff pumping through my veins. <laughs> I don't take vitamins. I just got a big Whoa. belly, so if, if it hits me, so I just gonna drain me because I'm fat, so it's gonna take me and hopefully that'll probably help. <laughs> I don't me out. think that's how it works. <laughs> I don't know. Does it search out the fat guys? Like I guess oh, so. I don't know. It's like we well, can, I don't know what's going we can spread more inside that guy. He's, he's got more real be, estate. He's gonna get this this Buddha belly, you know. <laughs> I don't know. It's but uh, vitamin C is widely recognized for uh, warding off colds. The vitamin is also clinically proven to be a powerhouse in the other areas of health too. 
and it can reduce blood pressure and potentially lower your list your risk of a heart disease or a heart attack and also protects you against the gout nobody wants the gout <laughs> no that's pretty nasty and that's something oh. in your like toe or something yeah, I think it's uh, is it your toe like, or is it is it's it due your... to like eating a lot of greasy foods and fatty foods or something like that? Mm, I don't know. I've seen it two or three times, but it's uh, I've seen it. I've seen it on people. Yeah, can I've you seen look... it on everybody hates Chris. Uh, can you look at somebody and say, "Oh the no, sitcom this guy"? They have they out. have they have it all on the outside. Sometimes you know when they're rolling on those little carts and you know those little uh, those little uh, what is it? Uh, assisted carts that when you go to the, oh, to yeah, the yeah, grocery yeah. store and all that something you don't want to see yeah but i'm a, I, you know i, I noticed those kinds of things i look down i said whoa it's it could be diabetes as well but you know i have seen gout how it looks so it's pretty good just tell them tell them to go down the hardware aisle and get a get a hacksaw <laughs> just hack that mud <laughs> right off you're a cruel man oh. you're, you're the humblest <laughs> guy that i know on planet but right oh. now you're also a very cruel man that is not cool at all. But yeah, today is uh, National Vitamin C Day. So if you're out there, you get a chance to take some vitamin C. I don't know, drink some orange juice, eat something with vitamin C. Oh, it's also good for skincare. I almost, love orange juice. I almost it's forgot good. that. Like that orange juice my dad made when we were home, Jay? That was fire, man. I oh. miss it, honestly. Nothing nothing compares. Yeah. If you ask Monica, Monica did it. She took pictures yeah. of herself with three oranges, you know, and said that she did the, uh, the orange juice. But it was she all, did. She did. It she was did. all natural. It was very. Good. It was so good, man. It was really good. Can't so get good. any better than that. So you know, that's that that helped us uh, way off the uh, the uh, some of the coronavirus action. You're preparing for the coronavirus by taking well, that vitamin C. I, yeah, in I, there. We we didn't know it at the time, but sure thing. Anyway, today, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, what were you gonna say, Adam? Nope. Go ahead. You know, you were going to say something right now. I said it's a good thing you did. Yeah, yeah. Preparedness. You're, you're, yeah, exactly. You preempted the, the attack of the corona on you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even, I would, in a, in a million years, like I said, in a million years, a month and a half ago, I would have never imagined this is where we'd be at, really. So anyway. Nope, yeah. I don't think anybody would have. No, but it's, it's anyway. Yeah. So anyway, uh, today in history, according to history.com, 1968. Very sad day in history today, by the way, especially American history. And we're going to try to, this is going to be, I think, the last sad thing that we're going to hopefully uh, mention today, history wise. It says American civil rights leader, Dr. Martin Luther King, was, was, shot fa- was, was fatally shot standing Murdered. on his balcony outside the second story room of the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, Tennessee. Damn, that is sad. Yeah. Terrible. You know, people Terrible think stuff. that, you know, it, have it's you been the, to that hotel, Dad? I, uh, I think I saw the exit to it. I did not go to it. Uh, I don't even, or maybe that was there where Memorial is. I don't know. When we were down in Memphis, it was so cold. We kind of try to try to stay in at the time, but, uh, it's, uh, historically it, it was a crazy time in our nation. Maybe, uh, as, as, Right now, it is just crazy internationally, but in our nation, during all those civil rights uh, uh, riots and everything else that broke out when Martin Luther King was assassinated, I mean, it had to be very unsuring times. It had to be, I would say, extremely kind of scary, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, I for mean, sure. I was three years old. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't recall that or anything like that to, 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 
of that nature, but it had to be, you know, especially in the major cities. So it was one of those things that the guy who killed him is James Earl Ray. Right. What do we know about him? Do we, do we know anything about that guy? I think, uh, he was a, he was, a, an escaped convict out of, I want to say Missouri or that's where he was from. One of the two. And, uh, he was the one, I think he sniped them is what he did. He, he had a sniper rifle and, and he, he got him uh, from long distance, took off. Uh, they thought he was headed towards Canada after this. So there was this gigantic manhunt by the FBI. You know, obviously you could imagine that would have been one of those. There would have been dragnets everywhere for this guy. Uh, you would have sucked to be this guy's relative or anybody he had known. During this was time, was he part of a? Was he considered part of a plot, or they say he was just acting alone? If I re- let me see, let me let me try to recall this. I should have wrote some notes down for this, but anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to screw this up anyway because this is you know something very serious. This I don't want to be. This I don't want to be in the zone. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would. I think they caught him in London. Is what I remember reading. Uh, he was on his way to Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe uh, at the time was governed by an oppressive white supremacist uh, minority government like down at uh, South Africa. And so he was trying okay. to make it there. So then he came in, uh, he was brought in because uh, I think it was Scotland Yard who caught him. Anyway, he was brought in, he confessed to the murder, and I think a couple of weeks later, a couple of days later, he said, no, it wasn't me, I'm all part of it, they used me as a scapegoat, that's where the conspiracy and all this other stuff started. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Terrible day. But, it, you know, but it, it was, it goes to show you, this is one guy uh, of the stature of Dr. Martin Luther King changed the course of a nation. You know, he, he, he started that, you know, he started, you know, making these, uh, these changes or helping push these changes for equality amongst all of us, man. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, today, you know, we are enjoying what he did back in the fruits of his labor. Yeah. So not entire. Well, you know, some would argue not to the fullest degree, but definitely a a good, a good chunk of of what the mission was, I think is, has been fulfilled. So it's one of those, uh, those things that I personally think need to be remembered. That's just me, you know, and I, me and and a whole lot of other people. So, and, uh, but that happened in today, 1968. So today in sports history, ladies and gentlemen, Okay. Hank Aaron tied Babe Ruth for home runs in 1974. 74. Yep. Hammer and Hank tied him, so he hit 714 today. Uh, let me see. I do have some notes that's, on that. That's one. Babe's total, the 714. Okay. Yep. 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 You're right. That's exactly what it was on opening day, too. On nice. opening day, so then then Nobody, he, he then he went on to break it. Obviously, you know, yeah, he was 30, 39 years old. Out and he sent it out wow. on the first pitch of that game. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah, had yeah. to be the the be very beginning of the season, right? Because opening day yeah, opening normally day. is yeah, it's opening day. Is that it was the opening game? day? Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think they had already. So moved he sat the, all winter long, 
with just one behind all winter long and to wait for the next season before he was able to step up and tie. Wow. Yeah. That's one hell of a, like a nerve breaker, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and Hank Aaron had been playing since I want to say the fifties. I want to say 50 something, 54, yeah. 56. Well, yeah. If he was 39 at that time, you yep. imagine yeah. he started playing around 20 or yeah. 21. Oh, you did the math again, Adam. Thank you. You're, <laughs> I'm just you're guessing. Doing, you're doing really good, guessing. man. You're doing really good. <laughs> uh, I know Hank Aaron is from Mobile, Alabama. I do know that. I didn't know that. Another hotbed of the civil rights movement. I know he he ended at uh, seven fifty five, and then was passed by old Barry Bonds. Old mm-hmm. Barry Bonds, and I remember watching that game on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ESPN would break into every one of his every at bat. Yep, and you get to sit there and watch him crank them out. Yep, yep. I remember. Do you do you observe him as the home run king, or do you still think it's Hammer and Hank? You know, I do. I mean, I don't know. It, it, Yes, maybe he's the, he, maybe oh. he's the home run king. How he obtained it, that's where it's it gets. That's where it always gets hazy, and it turns into a matter of opinion. And and you know, are the feats done? And we've gotten to a point where, where morally, uh, we kind of look to the side on cheating. So, will he enjoy it because of the controversy? Absolutely not. I don't think I so. I mean, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, I don't think. You, no, 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 no. And, and you know, and person and in person, there might be, you know, some place where they'll kiss his hiney and say, home run king, whatever it may be, you know. But in uh, deep down inside, people are gonna go, ah, oh, dude, it's this guy right here. You know, yeah. Mr. Mr. Ken Seiko was probably the biggest rat there is out there in sports, you know, through all these book, through all these people under the bus. You Juiced. know, and yeah, and you know, and it's the same thing with the Maguire thing, you know, Maguire and Sammy Sosa, same thing. And then all these other people that were so, you know, I think you've said it before, Adam, baseball has been proven to be the sports of cheaters. So, mm-hmm. you know, will will the uh, will the baseball uh, writers association look to the side, the purest, will they look to the side and say, you know what, let's forget all this. You know, and then they're going to turn it into a black and white thing, you know, because you're going to have to look at Mark McGuire. You're going to have to look at, you know, at Barry Bonds. It just is, you know, so at what point is it going to stop? So, but yeah, Hank Aaron, you know, that to me, that's, you know, uh, that's the era where, you know, well, look at Babe Ruth. You know, he he was a home run king on on uh, on liquor and and fat fatty foods. And cigars, <laughs> and, Liquor, cigars, know, and chicks, vi- yeah. and vice, you know. And right. now, now, was Barry Bonds that? No, not Barry Bonds. Excuse me, Hank Aaron. No, probably not. You know, he was in pretty good shape. But uh, yeah, thirty-nine years old, thirty-nine years old, still batting that ball. You know, uh, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, that's a, that's a feat that has to be uh, it has to be recognized. Anyway, that's yeah, I think a, I don't know. Regardless of of uh, steroids, it's still pretty remarkable because you you know not everybody who takes steroids is gonna crank out a home run. Is the other thing like your average Joe? Yeah, these, yeah, these but, guys are all great ball players. But what are you doing? Taking you... this steroids and they're enhancing that ability. It's it's I mean, look. I, I look at it this way, you know, and it's kind of a crazy way to compare this. But think about it this way: mm-hmm. he, you're you're declining in your physical ability. Your muscle mass is going down. Your prowess as an athlete is going to go down. 
So you're going to stay playing and you're not going to be doing the same numbers. Same thing happens in Hollywood. You got all these young, good looking people. They're getting all these roles. They're getting all this money. Right. Right. And right. then all and then all of a sudden they're getting older and they start. What do they start doing? They start getting plastic surgery to keep themselves at that in the at game that, and the game and at that level. You know, think about the people that are coming behind. Yeah, Th- those guys were the guys coming behind, you know, the Barry Bonds and the Mark McGuire's and all these other people. So yeah. I, I don't think I don't think it's cool at all. You know what? You 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 you're you're in a you're in a, in a uh, profession that requires some insane physical uh, stamina, right? So, you know, why don't you recognize it? You're not going to be 26, 25, 23, 27 all your life. There's, there's, you know, yeah. there's 14 years old, there's 15 years old out there that are coming behind. You should be, you know, even though I don't believe in role models either myself, I am not a role model. But you think uh, they should be passing, passing the torch. Absolutely. Absolutely. You make, know, and, make and, way and for the next one. Yeah. You know, the, the Greeks, the Greeks didn't have steroids back then when they were doing their Olympians, you know, back 7 eh, million years we ago. We don't know that. I mean, we what were they, what were they going to take? Some eucalyptus plant or something? You know, or, they could have had something. You know, I don't know. You know, but it's, it's, I'm just saying science wasn't that advanced. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going extreme here. But right, 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 it, right. It's, it's just that thing. You know, if your time comes, dude, your time comes, move on. You know, walk out gracefully and with your head up high. Don't be ashamed because if it was me, dude, I'm like, oh, shit. Freaking, you know, Jose Canseco ratted me out. And I'm yeah. going to deny it. You know, come on now, man. So these guys, you see this right here? Hank Aaron was 80-something, I believe, right now. You know, he goes out in public. This guy's still applauded. You know, and he could hold up his head up high. Because what okay. he did was, you know, was something to me is absolutely incredible. So, yeah, but I think maybe it, then it just comes down to ego. It just comes down to ego and wanting that, you know, you take that risk of being a, you know, cheater and taking those steroids because you want to be viewed as the greatest and you don't have, you know, the confidence to get it done the right way. So they, that ego kicks in because they want to be the great. Yeah. And then when they get caught, their ego's too big for them to, you know, be ashamed of themselves and own up to it. But, and the, oh and well. the people, and the people that are such fans that they're blind fans, they're fanatics. Yeah. You know, and they just can't take. You should have seen. You should have seen when they announced Mark McGuire was coming back to be a batting. Was it a batting coach? Is when he came back, Jeremy? Yes, I, I forgot Getting what it coach. was. He, yeah. Just these guys, man. I'm telling you, it's just like they all they needed to go ahead and you know, and you know, start you know, sausage caressing, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was. It was. It, wow. It was horrible. I'm like, look at these people. Says these. This guy, you know, here's a great city with that's a great baseball city and has this gigantic stain because of this guy. Again, yeah. well, my well, opinion. I would my say baseball opinion. baseball has uh, improved its lot since there was a strike. I don't remember what year the strike was, but the ball players went on strike. And the viewing and attendance had dipped. And then as soon as the McGuire Sosa chase of um, oh, Roger yeah. Maris happened. Yeah, yep, 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 All yep. these people came back to the game and it became bigger it, than yeah. ever. They revived, they revived yeah. the game yeah. at that point. Yep. So we were living yeah, in St. Louis. They, they did it in a, in a cheaty, illegal type way. But, Which makes uh, it so, it, it, it makes it taste so bad. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that stain is gone though out of the St. Louis uh, organization. Thanks to 
you know, the up and comers at the time, pool holes, pool holes. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, Jim Edmond and Scott Rowland, those guys kind of brought back the glory of almost, you know, mass the stain, like dad says. I, I think yeah. that, um, thanks to them that they were able to kind of restore the feeling and, and pro, you know, put that stake in the ground again of St. Louis being the number one baseball city in the country. So. Yeah. But now, yeah, now yeah, we can yeah. have teams like Houston find new ways to cheat. So yeah. gosh, well, yeah. on to the next thing. What was <laughs> Jay tries to avoid that? Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. yeah, let's, let's move on to the next thing. It's, you know what? It's kind of sad as well. Now that I, now that I look at it, mm. Yeah. Adam, today, more sad, more sad stuff. Today in music, according to thisdayinmusic.com. Okay. In two, in 2007, a yeah. Swedish couple tried to name their son Metallica, and it was denied by the Swedish <laughs> denied government. Denied. Yes, yes, yes. I, I can't think it. of a better name. That was a, that was a stellar <laughs> name. What? <laughs> The Swedish oh, government man. said no. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, this is this is a beautiful That's story. That's crazy that it can say no. This, this Do you know how many weirdo story. names we have walking around in the U.S. of A? Why? Why yeah. would they say no to that? <laughs> can you imagine you? You know, uh, uh, you know your your daughter coming Taking home and saying, "Dad, Dad, I have a date to the to the to the uh, to the prom." I says, "What's his name? Metallica." <laughs> No, <laughs> you're not going. You're not going to the prom with us, some weirdo called Metallica. What and kind of liberal? What kind of liberals named their son Metallica? And Sweden is like a big metal country, right? I know. They're, they're yeah, the, death, like the death, death, death metal, metal death metal. metal. Yeah, yeah. There is. I think they're super into that. There's, there's like two festivals a year about that. Maybe they think Metallica is too lightweight. It's like, oh, I don't know. Metallica? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Why don't you name a, him, uh, him uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> these, he lost these, it. He lost it. These wonderful <laughs> new parents. These wonderful new parents. Michael and Carolina Tamaro. I hope I got that right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last yeah. name. <laughs> tomorrow. Well, that's their last name. Yeah. Metallica tomorrow. So I'm going to go see Metallica like, tomorrow at school. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> listen oh, to shit, this. Listen, down. What are you talking listen about? Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah, I'm kidding. It'd be tur- it, it, it would spark this gigantic debate. There'd be people lined up in front of the high school, in front of the middle, uh, the elementary school. It'd be crazy. But anyway, they went to court with the country's national tax authority of Sweden mm-hmm. about naming their son after the rock band. Tax officials said the name was inappropriate. Based on Un- what? I don't know. Under Swedish law, both first names and surnames need to win the approval of the authorities before they could be used. So tomorrow's a good surname. I don't know. I but you can't so. have Metallica. As a first, name. I mean, but that's crazy though. Metallica tomorrow. <laughs> Does it say in the report what they ended up naming this child? No, no, no. They baptized them though. They they baptized them was under it, Metallica. So was it Megadeth? A, could could they have called him Megadeth? <laughs> I don't know. They baptized them though. They did take him for the baptism name. They did they did have it as Metallica. So in the Vatican, he shows up as as Metallica tomorrow. So, but in school they say anthrax tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, or Slayer. <laughs> this is my son Slayer. 
Just pick one of the big four. Just any one. Yeah, and it's 2007. You would think it'll be a little bit more, you know, uh, open by this by this time. I don't know. It's a very restricted time compared to today. Uh, Well, you know, in the U.S., they wouldn't have no problem because the National Tax Authority wouldn't be dealing with this. You know, I don't even think I don't even think the national demographics would be dealing with this. You know how many nutty names we got out there? Can't you name your Can't you name your son ESPN if you want to? You can oh name whatever gosh. you want. It's America. You're right. You know. So, so the, the 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 I mean, a great name would be oh, the Tommy yeah. and Adam Hard to Name podcast, <laughs> available <laughs> on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, and Google Play, and all the other DSPs. Just saying. Who's this? Oh, this is uh, this all is the, the Tommy name. and Adam. This is the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, Jones. Jones. <laughs> oh, That's man. Good. Hey, in 1987, we're going to go back it up a little bit more in history now. Adam. Okay. I want to hear it. U2. We don't talk a lot about U2 here. No, not a lot. Mm. Entered the U.S. charts at number seven with their album, The Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree, yeah. Which that eventually big... climbed, which eventually That's a climbed. desert, right? Uh, the Joshua Tree is, I want to say... It's like a desert a, in California, I thought. It's a no, no, no. It's it's uh, it's a kind of like a cactus. Uh, Mojave, in the Mojave. It has to do with the Mormons. Like I do, that. I do know, I know that. I know that for a fact. Or maybe one of the stories behind this uh, cactus. Uh, I think it's a cactus. Jay, can you Google that real quick? Sure. So I think in it's. Zone. I, I should be in the zone. Right. Uh, and I think that's the only place where it's found. It's uh, it's either I think when the Mormons were trying to reach the Pacific and they they anyway. Yeah, that's right. Joshua Tree National Park is a vast protected area in Southern California. It's char- characterized by rugged rock formations and stark desert landscapes, named for the twi- region's twisted bristol bristled Joshua trees and park straddles the cactus dotted Colorado um, Desert and Southern- Mojave Desert. Oh, the Mojave! I was going to say Southern California Mojave. There you go. I was in the zone. I was more than in the wow. zone. Yep, yes. yep, King yep, views yep. look out over the Coachella Valley. Hiking trails weave through the boulders of the Hidden Valley. Yeah, Coachella. There you go right there. Coachella. So they hold Coachella at Joshua Tree or near no. Joshua at Tree? The Mojave. Joshua Tree overlooks Coachella. Okay. So so I was right, right? Yeah, and I think as though I think yeah, it was I think I, but so. I think I think who named them were though. I think the Mormons were the ones that named them. I think. Okay. I know it has to do something with the Mormons. Did it resemble Joshua from the Bible? Yeah, be, yeah, exactly. That, I think that's a story because yeah, because that's a, the hands up to the air to in prayer to God. Yeah, yeah. It does. Okay. I see. I see. Yep. Yep. I think I, that that I'm in the zone. I, that I, you know, if I have any Mormons out there, just FYI, I, I may have screwed that one up. You know, but you can't you can't uh, congregate yet. So hopefully you forget by the time you get to go to church. <laughs> so if i offended you sorry but i was in the zone you know that that was their huge breakthrough album right that was the one humongous humongous album i think that was the one with uh with or without you with or without you streets have no name streets have no name uh, yeah under the blue sky uh mm, what still haven't found what i'm looking for filmed in las vegas Mm, yeah Remember that video? 
I do. That video on MTV? Glimpses of it, yes. You know what I remember about, about I, actually, I know how to play with or without you from start to finish on the bass. It's awesome. Nice. It's, it's, only, it's, it's only four notes, so it's, that's what makes it the great. I think that was the first thing I learned how to play. But anyway. What is their bassist's name? Adam Clayton? Is that yeah, the Adam Clayton. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. The, only the guy one, with the hat? The only, no, that's, no, that's the Edge. That's so, the Edge. That's his name. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> anyway. Why, why doesn't Adam Clayton have a name like that? You got Bono. You got the edge, and then you got Adam. <laughs> Adam Clayton over here. But you know, you do know that he lives the the the, the mo- out of all of them, he does live the rock and roll lifestyle of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. He does. He does. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. 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 yep, yep. You would think that would be the edge. Yep. No, the edge is no, 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 no. He's a straight edge. Yeah, he's he's, he's a square. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna. What I, I was gonna say. Oh, this. You know what I remember about that? Not only do I remember like a. Uh, with or without you, uh, Sparks, uh, when MTV actually had uh, great uh, the music video awards. Okay. I don't know if you ever got to watch those or not, Adam. I always watched them every year. I thought they were awesome. And Bob Ga- Bobcat Golds, Gold, uh, the comedian, Bobcat Goldsmith, or Goldsmith, I forget Goldthwaite. the guy's name. Goldsmith. In the zone, in the zone. I was there. Right. But uh, yeah, he, he did this. Uh, he did this routine. I don't know if he was the, uh, I don't know if he was the host or not. But he did this routine where where he did a bono and he, he had like a bono suit on and he crossed his hands like on the video when he's my hands are tied, you know. And then uh, I think he farted or something. Or there was this like this big gig- <laughs> this big gigantic dinosaur fart. I mean, I do remember that. So. Yeah, uh, uh, memories of my youth. Oh, oh, how I miss thee. <laughs> That's funny. When TV, when, when, when TV was worth something, you know. Yeah, you YouTube wouldn't. Do they still have video music awards still? Yeah, they do. <sighs> probably do from you. It's, prob- it's, it's probably MTV with along with YouTube. No, it's not. It's actually strictly on cable, I think. I mean, oh, I think wow. you can stream it, but there's no, no I'm talking about you could find every single video out there right now on YouTube. You don't even have to go oh, to MTV. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure they drop MTV's on YouTube dead. first. So, yeah. MTV's dead. I mean, cable's dead, but that's a different conversation. So, born today, yep. Adam. Born today. Let's move Who on from it? Let's move on from MTV because those are sad times again. If I remember how well I spent. You know, you know, you know what a great show was on on uh, MTV, Adam. Beavis and Butthead. No, Real World. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Real World. Jersey Shore. Headbangers um, Ball. Oh, Ricky Rackman. Right with Ricky Rackman and, and Adam and Adam uh, yeah. uh, Adam Curry. Carola. No, no, Adam Curry. I the think VJ Adam Curry. The VJ. Yeah, I think he started it. Ricky Rackman ended it. But man, I used to watch that religiously every Saturday night. Man, I that was loved the best that show they show. had on. I love that show. It was in the height of it was in the height of you know that heavy metal, the the glam, the hair bands, the all that. It was in the midst of all that. And you really wouldn't see those videos pop up during the day ever. No, you had, no, you had to wait no, until no, no. Headbangers Ball. They to had see a lot of. I always videos. remember they had a lot of Judas Priest videos on there, like from the seventies. 
what really that yeah long yeah 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 because hmm. i remember seeing i remember seeing uh heading uh uh is it heading down the highway and breaking the law breaking the law sure yeah breaking yeah i remember law, that breaking the law. i remember seeing that i said wow that looks that looks 70 ish you know that's, I don't, I can't that's remember nothing what that watching. you would see on MTV anymore. No, absolutely not. Now you see Cardi B out there, you know, doing whatever it is, you know, ha- uh, uh, almost porno, soft porn videos is what they are. Really? I mean, yeah. she was a stripper, oh. dad. <laughs> it is not only her, you know, look at, uh, look at, uh, what's her name? Not Moni, not Monique. Uh, what's the other one? Nikki, Nikki massage, uh, Minaj. <laughs> I, I was in the, I was in the zone. I was in the, the zone. Massage. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Go. I forgot. She was a massagist too. So no, I do menage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know what that menage. means. I just forgot for a second. I just it's the it's the speed of it coming out. But uh, yeah, I mean it's like whoa, whoa. It's like what is going on hither? Yeah. <laughs> it's like cover your eyes, children. Wait a minute. What are you doing looking at a dad? I said I have to look at it so I could prohibit you from watching it. <laughs> I got to make sure to know when so it's I, over. So I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, but, but dad, you know, no, but dad's upstairs now. <laughs> Go to bed. But dad, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> not, not for Nikki massage, massage, massage. So, yeah. <laughs> but that was the best show there. I then Beavis and Budhead obviously is, is, you know, Did- uh, uh, Did you say whose birthday it was? Who's uh, birthday oh, is it? oh, yeah, we're we're we, yeah, let me, yeah, <laughs> right. It is Robert Downey Jr.'s birthday today, man. Mr. What? Man. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Fifty four, dude. If this was the early eighties, would you have predicted him to be like the biggest superstar in the world? Not after all those uh, all those cocaine, releases, all that crazy stuff he was doing. Yeah. Success story, you know. Out. Yeah. A total success for um, you, you. You know, it's he like he like was devastated whenever um, Stan Lee passed because Stan he 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 thanks uh, Stan Lee for basically kind of resurrecting his career. So Iron Man was his big comeback. Had he not been in anything? Well, I mean, Iron Man kind of threw him into the A list, back yeah, on top. Definitely gave did. him all the rest of the roles that he's been going through. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I remember seeing, uh, I remember seeing, uh, I want to say uh, Sherlock Holmes. That's a pretty good movie. And I didn't watch doing... that one, but I watched the one with him and Ga- Zach Galifianakis, the comedy, recently, actually. Uh, I due s- date. Uh, pretty hard. It's all right. I like, we, were, we had mentioned that here already, I think, uh, Days of Thunder or Thunderbolts. The the one he did with, uh, with, uh, Jack Black. Oh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic yeah, Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic movie. I was in the I zone. I was in the zone. But he did a great job in that movie. I thought it was super, super funny. Yeah, so. it was an awesome movie. His latest movie didn't look like it was too entertaining for me anyway. That Dr. Doolittle okay. thing or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't waste my time with that. Too, but that's for the kids, though. So Is it? Was the one so. that he was with Zach Zacobacalus good? It was okay. It wasn't like the best. It was okay. It wasn't like great. What, what was the premise? They had to take some kid across the country or something? No, 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 no. He got, basically got thrown off a flight because Zach Galifianakis did some some stupid shit on a plane. And they didn't know each other, total strangers to one another. And they basically just go on a journey uh, across the country because um, Robert, De- or Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, character 
um, his wife is about to give birth to their first child. So that's why it's called due date. So they needed to travel for, I think from like New York or Georgia to, um, California. So, oh, and they, tra- you know, they, they run into, yeah, they run into like hijinks along the way and problems. And then they hate each other at first and then it turns into a friendship. So out okay. of those, out of those traveling buddy movies, I think the one that I laughed the hardest was dumb and dumber. That I had never watched me- that one. That you know when 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 Jim Carrey does the one part where he's gonna fight karate with the guy you you saw that movie right uh, Adam yes of course yeah he goes nyap, nyap, nyap. It, he feels like he has <laughs> guilt he does like the <laughs> yeah that's part of his attack oh he's gonna, he has guilt and he's flashing oh my god while he just gets walloped right in the face and I think I lost my breath I was laughing so hard. I've never but seen that it was, movie. It was, it was like, oh, that's never going to, I mean, it just, it catches you out from left field. You know, you know, we're not, you, you've already seen a couple of funny things already on it, sure. but that was the extreme to see those body movement, <laughs> it's contortions. And he goes, nyop, 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 and he goes like curly from the, oh man, that's just, that, that has to me, that is one of the funniest scenes I've seen. I'll have life. to watch that. I've it's never like, seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even bother watching dumb and dumber number two. Or three, whatever it is, where by whatever they're doing right now. So two, anyway. two with two o o, yeah, or two o o, t o o. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Today also, who's twenty one today, is rapping sensation, Abra Cadabra. Wow, sounds magical. Who the hell is that? Who's we didn't know rap- who the last rapper was. Who's he's, this guy? He's a rapping sensation and Instagram star. What was the last guy's name? Oh, uh, well, Loki or something like that. I what his name was. He's not important. We, but but <laughs> this guy, Abracadabra. That's right. It's a girl. For, for no, it's a dude. Oh, I thought you said she. No, no, it's a guy. He's Abracadabra. He's from London, England, and I. He is uh, again an Instagram star as well. So mm-hmm. if he's an Instagram really? star, he's probably a YouTube star as well, and a TikTok star, and a. Uh, all the platforms. He's yeah, yeah, the yeah, platforms. yeah, 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 yeah. The only abracadabra I listen Snapchat. to is um, Sugar Ray's Abracadabra. Oh, that's a good song. Maybe he's yeah, a fan of the Steve Miller band. Probably. Abracadabra. I know Sugar Ray was a was 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 a was a good song. So. Well, yeah, happy it, birthday, Abracadabra. Yeah, yeah, out there in London, England. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, man. He, he he's already he's already if his name is abracadabra he's already an expert and disappearing what's that one thing when the drum pss, yeah the, the, the rim the, shot the rim, rim shot. shot yeah, yeah. I just at least you guys got the joke you know but he's a, that was he's, good that was good i like he, he disappears so he's totally probably with our with any luck he'll stay disappeared uh, <laughs> uh, also honorable mention today would have been Muddy Waters, uh, 100,000th birthday. He was born like a 1914. <laughs> uh, Muddy Waters is a very important dude, you know. He's a, he influenced many rock and rollers. I didn't know he'd been alive for so many millennia, though. I know, oh, it would have been 100,000. No, he's dead already. He's dead already. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would have been. It would have been. He was born in like 1914, 19, something, 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I okay. mentioned him because he was an inspiration for a lot of, you know, rock musicians, you know. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like uh, like the Stones and, and uh, the Beatles. Yeah. Who are almost 100,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, they're catching up to him. 
Yeah. Was he, he the he, guy? He was he the guy he, that was in Blues Brothers? Was no, he no, the guy no, singing no, 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 in the street? Who was that guy? Well, I don't think Muddy Waters was in Blues. I don't know. I, I can't remember. Blues Water. I know Aretha Frank was on it. Aretha Franklin was on it. Uh, uh, they were Jane in Ray's Cow. Music Exchange. Uh, they were in Ray's Music Exchange, and then all the people were outside, and they were passing by this guy singing into a microphone. Uh, man, Muddy Waters would have been 80 probably for that. When did that come on? The 70s? When the 80, Early 80s? 1980, I think. Jay, see real quick who was in uh, who was in uh, the Blues Brothers. I don't think he was, but I, he could be. I don't know. He could be. I don't know. Also, Maja Angelou would have uh, had her birthday today. Maya as well. Angelou. Maja, 1980. Not has Maja, she, Dad. Maya. Has Maya. M A Y A. Yeah. You're mixing yes, English and Spanish. Yeah. She, oh, she, I didn't know. She passed away in 2014. Uh, 2008. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1980 was the Blues Brothers. So and, was, um, was, uh, was he on there? Was Muddy Waters on there? John Belushi was on here. You got Steve Copper, Gab Calloway, Carrie Gab Calloway, I think it's John Candy, Matt Murphy, Frank Oz. I don't know who that is. Jim Lee Hooker, um, Tom Malone, Twiggy. Um, no, that was it. Probably John Lee. John Lee Hooker is who that was. Probably Joe Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Joe Walsh was in it. He was a prisoner. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's he was a prisoner. Wild. And Ray Charles that. was on here too. Oh, that's right. Ray Charles that's was on brilliant. that movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Great okay. movie, by the way. Yep. Yep. Well, and that was the today is, ladies and gentlemen. That was it. Well, we forgot Hard. one thing. The Tommy and Autumn Hard to Name podcast. Whoa! It is time for Adam Take It Away. Hashtag, what the frijoles? Hey, what do we got? What do we got? Well, what is the theme of the day, really? The theme of the day is social distancing. Uh huh. That's, yep, that's what we've been told to do. Stay away from people. Don't touch people. Keep to yourself. Sanitize. Wash everything. So I'm going to take us back for another world record. <laughs> On August 15, 2008, mm-hmm. hit me, hit me at the Aloha Stadium in Honolulu, Hawaii, because it had to be in a stadium. Okay. Uh, these two gentlemen, Kirk Williamson and Richard McCulley, okay, stood together and had the longest single handshake <laughs> on record. <laughs> do you care? Do you care to guess? I mean, the last last week it was about the most number of children born to one woman. How long was the handshake? It was an absolutely crazy number. But this is simply a handshake, so it could go on conceivably for a really long time. So, how long do you think the record wow. for the longest handshake would be? I mean, surely they have to go to sleep, right? So I'm going to say 22 hours. I would say 22 days. 22 wow. days. Wow. Well, how would they do that? I don't know. How would they days? It's a guess. I could do anything. I could have said three years. It wouldn't make a difference. It's a guess. Oh my God. <laughs> Surprisingly, the longest single handshake was only 10 hours. Oh. Hmm. So, uh, as soon as the social stop, 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 stop! I was in the zone. 
<laughs> you're, you're way out of the zone. One, two days. You're in a different solar system. <laughs> so conceivably, once all this social distancing stuff ends and we're ready to make our splash, we could conduct a challenge to this record and we could have the longest single handshake. Is that still the record? Back. Yes. Really? Ten, 10 hours. Adam? Pre- previous record was nine hours and 19 minutes and they went... 41 minutes beyond to achieve Adam, Adam my friend. If we yes. were joking about our, our problems for the April Fool's joke, I can't stand myself. <laughs> 10 hours. You can imagine you and me trying to hold hands for 10 hours. We're shaking hold hands. hands. You're shaking hands. It's not holding hands. It's what, that's what it is. A totally different contest. Oh, no, that's totally what it is. different. You're, you're holding another dude's hand. I wonder what constitutes a handshake, though. Shit, shaking while there would be hands and shaking involved, Jeremy. But like how, like but right, but like how much shaking are we talking? I don't. Well, know. I think yeah. you, I think you can pause momentarily, but then you have to give it that that little bump, that little oh yes. I'm I mean, still when shaking. you do like when you do like shaking. when you do like the the Beatmaster Bocephus type, does it? I mean, oh, that's a handshake. Oh, the hand a slap. That's the a hand bro slapping. handshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hand slapping. That's not handshaking. I'm a professional when it comes to that kind of handshaking. <laughs> I know about all that. I know the moves, the whole deal. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the record wasn't for jive handshake, so it was for standard. Longest handshake ever. The gentleman's jive, handshake. Jive. Bro and, <laughs> bro and jive handshake. What are you talking about? Excuse me, stewardess. I know jive. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, bro? That's what I'm talking about, right? That's the kind of handshake I like. Well, and those are life ended, goals. Ended, we could be record holders if you wanted to. You ended with the with the with the with the hug and and the tap in the back. That's how that's done. That'll get you to muscle failure a whole lot faster. <laughs> you can't do It'd all that whole extra exercise. Stuff. It'd be a whole exercise. Wow. I would think it would be a couple of days or at least 22 days. I don't know. I went I, extreme. I went extreme because last week it was like 69, which they never did 69, but she had 69. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what you said. I'm just reporting what Adam said. Uh, well, that's know. the only way you could remember the, yeah. the actual number. That's exactly. You are absolutely <laughs> by association. It's just like, to be honest with you, I can't remember the name of, uh, uh, I confuse uh, these criminals of history's name. So I, anytime I use, uh, anytime I try to remember the, the name of the person who killed Martin Luther King, I have to remember James Earl Jones instead of, you know, Gerald's James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray. So you, gotcha. Yeah, so you kind of do the, the word association. But last week when you said that 69 thing, boop, it stuck in my head. I said, ah, you're right. <laughs> Word association. That's, hey, that's it's how you learning. learn. You know, that's how you learn. You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a good time to put in number two of our artist salute by Adam, and uh, number two is Placido Domingo. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast would like to recognize tenor Placido Domingo, another recording artist infected with the coronavirus.
it's affecting everyone, Tommy. <laughs> you have to be careful out there. A hundred percent. Listen, it was we started with salsa, then we jumped to country music, and now we went to opera. I know. Where look at the range. I know. Got. You know, it used to be just a rock show where we talk about bees. the rock concerts we'd we're, go to. Where and... bees? <laughs> Corona! No! What have you done to us? <laughs> well, maybe we'll feature some different artists later on. Oh, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was our wonderful segment. Hashtag. Was it, Adam? What the frijoles? That's right. <laughs> Jeremy, usually this is where the music goes in. So. I know, but like I didn't want to. I didn't want to overdo it. We just got done with Tati Domingo. I can't stop directing. I can't stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not, I can't that was my bad. That was my bad. That was my. That's bad. all right. Anyway, gentlemen, we have gotten to a part of the show that I really, really wanted to get to. Okay. We have a. We know that special announcement that I talked about last week. Oh yeah. It is time. It is time to make that special announcement. Do we have any kind right. of fanfare for this, Jeremy? <laughs> fanfare? Anyway, forget it. Forget it. We're not going to figure it out. Don't you, you have a drum? You have a drum roll, don't you? <laughs> I don't. I don't. But I mean, basically, Dad's just telling me to figure just, it out. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Available on Spotify, Google Play, <laughs> iTunes, and all the other DSPs. Is proud to announce the number, the show number 25 giveaway. Yes. Oh, wow. We're actually going to have a product or something to give to a deserving fan? We are going to have a very cool product to give away. The details are going to be uh, given. Unfolding. On, on, on how we're going to be doing this next week. It's going to be uh, it's going to be some way, somehow, a name for a woodworking uh, business has to be given to us. And mm -hmm. so you can start getting some kind of ideas. And then it will be... Uh, how you're going to be submitting your uh, your names? That hasn't been worked out yet, uh, but uh, uh, it's I mean, going to think maybe just uh, going in on your favorite DSP and leaving a comment and a uh, nice little suggestion, a rating, and uh, once you do that, you just shoot us an email and you will automatically be put into the uh, little raffle deal that we're going to be doing. That's going to be very cool. We don't know if it's going to be a raffle, how it's going to work. We haven't worked all the details out, but we have uh, we will be giving out a, a cell phone stand handmade in wood, uh, staying the whole deal. So you could put your cell phone down, uh, you could charge it, you could do whatever you want to do with it. You could, you know, you could video chat with it on the stand. It's a beautiful stand. I've, 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 uh, I've, uh, uh, shared it with uh, my colleagues here, with Adam and with Jay. Uh, we we're going to be making the stand, Dad. We're, we were, that's that's this is the best part. It's going to be handmade by a friend of the show that has been here from day one. Uh, our good friend uh, Sammy Rodriguez out of uh, Elizabeth Town, Kentucky. Uh, he's going to be doing this uh, for a. Uh, a very lucky listener. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and we don't want to go all into the details. We want to do a little bit better than this kind of a, 
uh, announcement of just us uh, talking about it. But uh, I mean, what do you think, Adam? Did you did you, you, you what do you think about when you saw that picture? I think it's a beautiful piece. It's going to be very useful. It's going to be something that I myself would probably use every day. <laughs> yeah, you can't have... you, you, you can win it. You can't win it. Well, uh, I'm. <laughs> Well, I keep lobbying for me to be in the contest. I mean, I don't have to run the contest, but I'd like my name in the hopper. But we'll talk about that later. But this is a very beautiful piece. It looks it looks nice. You're going to use it if you're in the kitchen, you're cooking or something, and you got a recipe on the on the internet or something. And you're going to look through there. You just prop it up on your stand. Mm-hmm. You're video chatting. You set it up there and. Easy, or you listen easy, to the Tommy stuff. and Adam podcast while you're doing uh, that was that would be the like most that. important part of the, this the, exactly. the, the 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 most important part of winning this uh the uses are a myriad there are yeah. so many uses yeah. of this no it is a really yeah. nice a yeah. really yeah. nice cool little suggestion that Sammy decided um that he wanted to do for us and something we thought maybe we can get together collectively as um, a little podcast family, including the Legion of Listeners, and helping him out. And in return, he's helping you guys out, and we're all helping each other out. And it's going to be a real nice little piece of uh, it is art. I mean, woodworking is art in my mind uh, mm-hmm. that you get to get that you get to own and show off to your friends. And so, you yes. know that it's something that I want for myself. So it's got to be good. And like I, I said, it has what, what did you? What was the word that you used out of myriad of of uses? A myriad. A myriad, a myriad of uses. I think it means yeah, it, a lot. Yeah, it, that's what that means. I mean, it, it's it's it, it's so versatile. If I was like, let's say, if I was into, if I was an animal uh, advocate, you know, a person that rescues animals and all that stuff. So if you have a cat in a tree, you could put this on the ground, and it'll it'll elevate you up to the tree, and you're able to rescue the cat. Um, it might only big. elevate you an inch or two, <laughs> but, but yeah, you could. I, I mean, suppose. it's a start. It's a start. You're a little bit closer. If, you're that much closer. If your wife is looking for you, do some work around the house. You can actually hide behind it and oh. she won't see you. <laughs> well, you said you were having a bit of a belly issue earlier, so maybe you won't be able to quite fit behind it. <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to be posting a picture of it here pretty soon. Uh, the way it's going to work, uh, like I said, we'll have everything worked out by next week. And we want to shout out to uh, Sammy and to uh, Raya and to Michelle and everybody out there in E-Town. Uh, and this is going to be very, very cool. And I'm looking forward to this. So thank you. Thank you for the idea. And again, it'll be Beautiful. to celebrate. It'll be to celebrate. And we will announce the winner and everything will be said and done by show number 25. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a quick turnaround. I like that. Yeah, so uh, that's four weeks. That's about a month. Not bad. We come mm-hmm. up with a cool commercial for it. I don't know. Oh what yeah, do you, you know that's coming. Oh yeah, you know oh, we, got, we got a big contest underway. Yeah, <laughs> we can't yeah, just we can... half-ass this. No, this is gonna be this is gonna be our shining moment. <laughs> We're gonna right. make somebody really happy. Not only with what they get in their ears, but they're gonna have something to set their phone on. Damn right. It's going to look really nice. I know it is. And that's and all jokes apply. It's very beautiful. Like I said, hopefully this week I'm going to put an example of it, of more or less how it looks. And uh, maybe uh, when when uh, when we release this podcast in a little bit, Jay, I might use that picture This instead of using our picture. I don't know yet. We're working on all the details. But again, look forward to uh, to working all these details out, letting you guys all, all know next week. So 
There you go. There you have it. Now we are on rock and roll news for the week. Well, first of all, let's go back to another artist salute <laughs> by our great Adam Tate. It's time for another Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast COVID-19 salute. Best wishes go out to Chuck Billy and Steve DiGiorgio of Testament. I always confuse Testament with Sepultura. Yeah, they're kind of in that same vein. You know, when they have the big four, when you got Metallica, Megadeth, and Slayer, and Anthrax, Anthrax, Mm -hmm. I think uh, Testament is in that next level. They're in the next, they're just below the big four. What is that? That's the B card is what you call those guys? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's, That's the name for those guys? I don't know. L E card, you know, I mean, at least those guys are still alive and well, you know, yep. at least so far. So, I mean, as of, uh, at least as of the recording of this podcast. So Absolutely. hopefully those will be the stories that we'll be listening to that the people that actually uh, have contracted it, but are going to make it through. So well wishes to the guys of Testament. Absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, Adam, so this week, man, Another week, no shows. I know. No, Nothing. Vi- no visiting. Uh, 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 a nice little venue. No, nope. you know, standing in line with people and nope. Looking at drunks and uh, and you Respe- and me and you and me uh, being obnoxious around the people that would, <laughs> that are, are trying to interview them and see what they're doing there. <laughs> yeah. Like, How did you find yourself man. to this venue? <laughs> no. None of that oh, stuff. Oh man, it's... we had to do all of our watching virtually. Yeah, we did. Absolutely, that was not a. No, I, I tuned in to a little bit of the Metallica live stream that they had on Monday night. Did you watch any of that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, live uh, was live from Paris in France. Was that uh, 2017? That concert. 2017. Yeah, it was. Uh, yes, it was. Hardwired to self-destruct. And we saw him on that same tour, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, we sure did. Two years later. So what, so what we saw was very similar to what... You know, that was actually... Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. Actually it, was it was. It was. With, with the exception, I think, was a Leopard Messiah. I forget what the uh, that name of the... Uh, there are some songs there that were that are not the usual ones. Mm-hmm. So we, I, we did get to see that. I think the first... I think the first oldie... Uh, you know, for lack of a better word for it, it was Seek and Destroy. Yeah, yeah I don't know if it's like the that, third yeah. third song of the show or something like song. really like, early. They, yeah, they slammed two uh hard wires and then they went right into uh you know a mega classic like Seek and Destroy. So and then and it, it went very well. You know, the thing was it was I get to see it and I said, wait a minute, you know, usually I always think of Metallica as pretty spontaneous. For some whatever reason, and I saw a lot of the things that we saw in that show two years later. You know, yeah. Like, oh wow! So you think those shows are scripted? Uh they 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 have to be. There's some kind of a production level that has to move like a machine some way somehow. You know, especially when they, hey, Adam, did you see the part where those uh 
those uh what do you call those uh oh, jesus i forget I, I can't believe i just forgot this the 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 flying oh uh, god the drones. The, the drones the drones there you yeah. go yeah the drones did you see that i kind of had forgotten about that when we went to see the show and i said oh there's the drones no i only watched like the first hour and a half of it or so it must have come after that yeah i didn't, lasted, I didn't see lasted, the drone part it lasted about two hours it was on youtube yeah yeah mm-hmm. it was a while Yep. But no, you know, I remember the drones from us watching them because yeah, it was so I, it was so original. It's like, well, to me, that was brand awesome. new. Yeah, it was pretty cool. The way they were set up. Yeah. It, it, I think I had told you at the time it reminded me of the uh, the jellyfish fields of SpongeBob. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, know if you, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you got to hear sure. me when I told you that, at you know, at decibels that are, are beyond human comprehension. But when I saw him again on Monday on TV, I said, oh, there's the drones. From yep. uh, the the jellyfield fishing of SpongeBob, it's nice that they're giving <laughs> us something to watch. That, that it's was, definitely it, nice. It was cool. It was cool. Uh, I mean, uh, I didn't. I know you had given me the Ginger Baker deal. Yeah, but I, then I just I kind of like left it at that point. I just uh, I said, let me. I, I think I'd emailed you or I texted you on that one back. I mean, it's, what did you read the synopsis on it? Did you read uh, what was it? Uh, Ginger Baker is a well-known asshole, and uh, he was mean to everybody who crossed his path, but he was a very prolific drummer. He was a very good musician. And supposedly, it was just the tale of dealing with this guy. Oh. And it got high marks on like the ratings of it and stuff, so I suggested... What was it called? Beware of Mr. Baker, I think was the name of it. I can't remember. I suggested that we watch it, but we didn't get around to it. Something to look up this week. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. I mean. But back to Metallica, I think. Do you think they have archives of older shows, older <sighs> tours? Why, why wouldn't they put one of the older ones out after they put? They're not just just going to keep putting hardwires out every week. Are I they? hope not. You know I mean? They should be able you know, some masters, they should have something from, uh, definitely from, uh, the black album. Uh, sure. I would have liked to have seen, I would like to have seen that live from Mexico one. The one that was, uh, uh, the binge and whatnot. Oh, the binge and purge one. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been really good to see. Yeah. You know, an angry, an angry uh, James Hetfield. Probably doing a little drinking. Probably. Probably angry drunk. You know, and I, and, and it would have been nice to see, you know, Jason Newstead. Just me, you know. Oh, do you think Robert I, Trujillo I, I, has a problem I, with that? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't I wouldn't think so. I mean, he doesn't look that kind of a person. I mean, I don't know. I don't know him from, you know, from Adam. <laughs> he, he seems <laughs> very happy with his gig. Oh, yes, he's a millionaire. Of course he's going to be happy. Yeah. You know, he gets to tour with probably the biggest rock band in the world. You know, and, and when it comes to, uh, you know, thrash, heavy metal. Right. With the kind type of crowds. The type of crowds these guys put in are not festival type of crowds. I mean, you know, these is, this is a constant audio, audience base, fan base that is really loyal to uh, Metallica. Devoted to them, right? Yeah. You know, did you see that one sign the guy had? This is my hundredth show. You didn't get to yeah, see that. See you didn't get to see that. Yeah, he had a no. sign out there said it was his hundredth show. I I would have thought at least they would have acknowledged him, but maybe it wasn't in the script like Jeremy says. So I don't know. 
I don't know how to react to this guy. Yeah, I don't know how to react to this guy. It's not in the <laughs> script. This isn't in the script. You know, it's in French. I don't know. Wait a minute. No, it's in English. We could just have the comedian write up some stuff for him, right? Oh, Probably yeah. Probably have the comedian right, over yeah. there opening the show for him. Probably. I mean, I wouldn't know. When you saw him in, uh, when you saw him in Colorado, did they have the comedian open up for him? No, it was like a big show where they had uh, – shoot, I can't remember who they are. Um, I don't know. They had two bands open for them. Avenged Sevenfold was one of them, and that's a big band. Yeah. That is a big band. That is a big band, and there was another one that opened before that that I can't quite remember. But, yeah, that was a huge show. Unfortunately, it started lightning, lightning-ing during the Metallica set. It was storming. So they, had was cl- storming. they had to clear the stage for a while, and we missed out on a couple of songs from the set. But Man. But oh well. Yeah. No no comedian playing to the stadium. Maybe that's only an arena thing. You know, last year we got to see two comedians mm-hmm. open, open up for metal shows. I... I uh... Is I it, still does, don't. Is it Sam Kinison's ghost? What's going on here? I don't. I don't know. understand how that worked with that Anvil show. How could, how could they make enough money from that small little bar that they were playing at? I don't. To know. have, they had three opening bands, right? Yeah, but those they guys had a local got, band. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, no. And the comedian to open up the show. Where's the money coming from? I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe they're just doing it for the love of the music, man. For the I love know, of the I, art. I I know that 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 Anvil show came up on my memories on Facebook. I laughed when I saw it. <laughs> I was with Don Jameson, uh, you know, you know, hugging. Yeah. Yeah. So. Ew, gross. I hope he took a shower after. <laughs> we didn't have any social distancing issues at that time. No, we didn't have any at the time. <laughs> I even took a picture with the guy from Anvil. So, but it was oh the uh, lead singer. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't think I posted that one on Facebook. <laughs> you didn't? Oh, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't get. I know that Sam Kinison was the connection of comedy and uh, and heavy metal. Uh, I know that uh, we were talking about the Blues Brothers, and that yeah. was uh, that era's connection to uh, comedy and music. So I don't know. Mm. I mean, is uh, are the newer are the newer groups bringing comedians on? I wouldn't know. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if uh, Cardi B would bring on uh, JB Smooth or something. I don't know. I'd uh, go for that. I don't know. I go for JB Smooth. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. It's hilarious. I don't know how how early how early did that start happening? Did did Steve Martin open for bands or anything way back in the seventies? I don't know because it was I want to say, uh, what was that? It was the Midnight Special. I don't know if you ever seen the commercials right. for the Midnight Special, but right. I saw I I got to see a couple of those Midnight Specials when I was a kid, and they did have I want to say, uh, man. I forget the guy's name. He's a famous, famous uh, a comedian. Uh, uh, you know those uh, the 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 Martin Short and the other guy that was that was gonna come to the Hartman. Uh, Steve Steve Martin. Steve Martin. I think he right. was on on the Midnight Special. Jeremy, Google real quick the Midnight Special comedians. 
He could have played a banjo on there. He's a big Does banjo player. Steve Martin is? Yeah. He was just on social media recently during all this lockdown stuff, doing like a minute and a half of his fast picking banjo music. No kidding. Just, I didn't know just that. Just to try to brighten our spirits. I know that that I don't know how further back than that was comedy mixed up with rock and roll because the midnight special had everything other day had Aerosmith. It had kiss. It had Peter Frantham. It had Fleetwood Mac. It had Santana. It had war. It had Sly and the family stone, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. And, but there was, there you got Richard Pryor, you got Pence, you got our Prince, uh, Billy Crystal, the Doobie brothers, the cars, James Brown, Marvin Gaye, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Jackson five, Van Morrison, Steve Martin, Eddie money, um, BB King kiss journey. Uh, I'm trying to find some more comedians here. Gary, Wright, Is that a comedian? Oh, that's a singer, I think. Okay. Cheap Trick is on here. Ray Charles, Jerry Bell, Andy Gibb. Um, a lot, a lot of musicians. A lot of musicians. Barry that was a great. That was a great show, man. T-Rex. Yeah. Ario Speedwagon. That was a Dolly really Parton. great show. How long did that show run? Do you remember? I don't know, uh, dude. I was a kid. I was a kid. And then... It went from I... uh, February 2nd, 1973 until May 1st, 1981. Yeah, I remember listening to it like in the Westwood One Radio Network when I when we moved down to Puerto Rico. I do remember that. I don't know if you ever got to listen to the Westwood One Radio Network, but that was uh, some wow. I'm really going back here in my geezerness. But the Westwood Westwood One Radio Network used to be a syndicated or used to transmit syndicated kind of shows. And they were never usually live, but they would make it look out like if they were live, you know, with festivals and things of that nature. So, and then Radio Radio Heavy in Puerto Rico uh, used to, you know, used to play this at, you know, the wee hours of the night, you know, 11, 12 o'clock, one o'clock. And it depends who was on there. You know, you had to kind of an all encompassing uh, radio station, anything from top programming to sports, to music, entertainment and news and weather. That was Westwood One, right? Yep. Yeah, so that's still, uh, still around, you know, but when you don't have TV or you don't have money to go to shows and, you know, I mean, you would live, you would listen to this on the radio and you go, wow, this is nuts. You know, you that's actually, probably a, that's probably appointment listening. Like when that oh, show's coming on, you know, you're going to be getting some quality entertainment. You got to be up late too, hundred. Right. Yeah. It was, you know, sometimes it was depending on what was going on. And it wasn't all the time, but you know, if I was awake or whatever, because I had this little, I had this little radio that was maybe you know no bigger than 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 a two by four box that I had I had I had gotten it out of somebody had thrown it away and 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 it had FM on it, and that's what I used to listen to at night. So and then you know there's nobody supervising me obviously because you know my folks were doing whatever it is they did and then uh, I'm just listening to the radio. <laughs> Until the wee mm-hmm. hours, and I am, you know, I'm, you know, I'm dreaming of, you know, seeing these things and the way they're. And a lot of times it was like DJs or whoever was the host, you know, like in the back and all that, right. trying to get some of this. You just didn't understand what they were saying, but you know, you're trying to to get the visual on it. But the songs were all there. It was pretty awesome. You know, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, something of my youth. I just remembered that. But I, cool. I know that I know that 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 a couple of these midnight specials were transmitted through the Westwood One as well. But that, that was a great, that was a really great musical show. And it wasn't a variety show. It didn't have like, you know, like Carol Brunette and all this. So, so it was just, 
it was just straight to the musical act or the comedian. If, if just... I re- yeah, if I remember correctly, that's exactly what it was. It just go right. There was no gigantic intro or there was nothing leading into it. You know, it was just mm-hmm. like, ladies and gentlemen, Fleetwood Mac, bam, and they just go right into it. Oh, wow. So that sounds pretty good. It was a great show. Great, great exposure for those bands, too. Yep. Probably at yeah. the time. Aerosmith, oh, yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. So Fantastic. yeah, that's that was uh that was a great show. So I don't know how did we even get to that, but but uh wow, I flashed back really hard. I'm not even yeah. sure. We it's were looking perfect. for anything in the news that was happening on <laughs> rock and roll, and we had to go back to 1973. <laughs> I didn't know it was that old though. You know, I didn't. I didn't know. You know, I I thought it was you know since I don't know, but I do remember like those. Uh, uh, I think I saw Funkadelic there for the first time. You know, George Clinton. Uh, George Clinton's I think group, so. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, at that time at night, it was super inappropriate. You know, you guys have got a bunch of guys running around in diapers and, you know, it was, ah, oh, LaBelle. I remember seeing them on that show. Uh, uh, yeah. And they were dressed up like, uh, like Martians. They look like, they look like, visual, I guess. They look like Ace Frail, Ace Freely from Kiss. So I think if I remember correctly, anyway, okay. there's still commercials on TV with that. <clears throat> I think they sell CDs or something. Oh, like, uh, wow. like a retro Real thing. Like here's a retro uh, collection of all the shows. and Yeah. Like you, you Time Warner. Like yeah. Time Life books yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, hmm. some, it's, it's pretty cool. I thought it was, you know, for, you know, for what it's worth, if you're interested, just, yeah, just Google. They'd have to be on YouTube, though. They would have to be. Oh, on yeah, YouTube, I'm sure they're on there. Know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So unless, you know, unless they have that a lockdown on the copyrights on it, you know, but it was nah, a lot, sure a lot of YouTube's. a lot of those a lot of those groups are, are, you know, quote, quote unquote, relevant still to this day. So you're talking about when they were 40, you know, 35, 40 years ago. Yeah. I mean, you know, who wouldn't so. want to? Check out the Jackson Five from way back in the day. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, they were they were probably on there. Did Jay? Did you mention them? Yeah, I mentioned yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So goes to show it. So let's well, uh, do one more of the artist salutes by Adam. I wanna sink to the bottom with you. I wanna sink. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast would like to remember songwriter and co-founder of Fountains of Wayne, Adam Schlesinger, another casualty of the COVID-19 pandemic. Fountains so, of Wayne, the dude passed away. I know. Yeah. And since and we're he, talking about rock news, and that's pr- and, that, and, and that's pretty uh current, you know, for the for Yeah, it's Stacy's mom. Say, yeah. Do you remember uh that movie That Thing You Do? Mm, no. With Tom Hanks with the he had like the band that was kind of like the Beatles. Oh yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. He wrote That Thing You Do. He wrote that song. Oh wow, the guy from Fountains of Wayne, huh? Yep, that guy. Oh wow, I didn't he know did that. a lot that, of TV and and movie was, that work. Was a, that was a great movie. 
yeah, it was really good. Well, so but yeah, sadly, he passed away due to he, he's like the guy from Devo. He's like the guy from Devo. He did a lot of TV stuff. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. he did like the Rugrats a theme and some stuff in Nickelodeon. And, oh wow, yeah, yeah. I think this guy's kind of cut out of that same mold. Yeah, wow. doing that same kind of thing. Wow, wow, wow. So yeah, Tom Rest Hanks made a post. That's very sad. Made a post uh, talking about his loss to the world because he had that relationship with him on that movie, that thing you do. Wow. And they shared the coronavirus. Sadly, he passed. Wow. So it, it, it is hitting some people a little bit less than what they were saying. So, and it all depends on how your health is too. So. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, right. uh, I think we just lost screen fate. I think yeah, that's all right. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Bear with us for a minute. Hey, we're back somewhat. Well, we're back. We're back. And we're it back is better with... to do this with some kind of visual. I know we can't yeah, be in the same we, room, we get, but you get a little reaction. That's, you know, that's, that's, uh, I don't know if, and I don't know if any of you got to see last week, my Instagram picture, but that's how exactly, uh, how we look. So we're just in different, in different, uh, different areas. And we're, we have, what we try to do is we try to get a reaction. So, you know, if we could see Jay in the, in the darkness of, of where he's at, you know, so exactly. So, all right, going on to this next thing here, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, that new segment we ever so butchered last week. See if we can maybe get a better grip on it. (laughs) Oh, it's right there, Adam. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be coming towards the end of the show where it's going to pump you up. It is good times, bad times. Yeah! We won't make Guitaro mad this week. Thank God. I've been trying to live that down all week long. So I think I'm in charge of this uh, segment here. Dad, go ahead and read the chat log. Um, so good times, bad times. We got some good news and we got some bad news. Obviously, the bad news is pretty terrible. Um, we, us, Tommy and Adam and myself, live in the Midwest, and it's projected to hit us pretty badly here in the next couple weeks. I know in our state, they're projecting about 900 uh, by next week, I think is what I read. So bad times we're living in, but the reality we're in, we got to keep safe and make sure we're we're good and uh, make sure your neighbor's good as well while uh, abiding by that social distancing. Um, but that'd be the bad news. But the good news is uh, also Corona related. Um, Jeff Bezos uh, donated, I think my wife said $100 million towards uh, feeding kids. Oh, that's summer. awesome. Yeah, a wow. lot of uh, a lot of um a That's lot of great news right there. Down. Yeah, a lot of schools have been shut down and a lot of kids rely on those schools for those two meals, breakfast and lunch. 
And, um, you know, for him to do something like that to almost give the schools a little bit of relief and offer, you know, his resources and getting kids, you know, meals during this this very weird time is uh, really cool news, some really awesome news. And, and yeah, you know, no doubt. Of news that makes you feel good and gives, you know, some some positive light on this whole entire situation. Wow. Wow. hundred yeah, million yeah. dollars. Now, some negative Nancy's would probably say, well, how much is that to him? I mean, uh, he's matter. got hundreds of billions. Or, me, but still, or the, or the uh, negative, what is it? The negative Nellies, they'll say it's a tax break. Yeah, but like, who cares? Jake, but, I mean, go ahead, Adam. Thanks for the effort. I mean, yeah, absolutely. this is a time of cool. severe need, and he's putting himself out there, and he yeah. is contributing to the effort and trying to yeah. make this better, smoothing it out. That's right. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. Good for him, man. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, one, I don't Jay. have a, I don't have a hundred million dollars just to be given out to kids. So regardless of, you know, the tax break or regardless of, oh, that's you know, relative to how much money he actually has, it's still something. You know, it's better than him giving nothing. That's Absolutely. What I say, at least. Wow. You know what, I, Adam? I think on that note, do you think we should be wrapping up this show today? We could. Or, we do have we do have something, okay. That that has been placed on our horizon, okay. We we have a an, a concert that we should be going to here in a couple of weeks. We should be uh, going to that Foo Fighters concert. Why you know why you know I want to leave on a high note, dude. What are you doing to me? The high note is that they have tentatively rescheduled for it. Yes, and, I just remembered. Yeah, and now. We have a new date to look toward, which is, what is, it? October, what is, it? What is it? October 17th. Oh, I'm going to put that on my calendar right now because I haven't done it yet. All right. <laughs> so hopefully that is somewhat Ooh, uplifting. Hopefully yes. we'll be out of this crisis yes. at that time and people will be congregating again and enjoying these shows. That's that's yeah. that little shining light at the end of the tunnel, dude. It's the food fighter torch light. Absolutely. The Foo Fighter Rock and Roll Torchlight. I'm going to tell you that I'm my expectation for that show is so high that I don't even know. I, I, I mean, can't wait a minute. Hold up. Yeah, that, that was good news Jay just brought. That's even better news you just gave me. That one, affects make, me di- that one affects me directly. I'm just being selfish. I'm trying to make up for my last week's faux pas. Oh. <laughs> well, we forgot that already. Jay bailed me out this week. Good job. That's Jay. right. Good yeah. job, Jay. That's what I'm talking about. So then, hey, so I got to ask again, you got anything else? Please, let's stop it right now before we do anything else. No, I think we should definitely end it on a high note. What do you think? What do you think, Adam? Have Have we done all of our uh, notices to all the people with COVID? We did, did we? I, I lost know. count. We did a good amount. I don't want to. Yeah, we did good. <laughs> the producer's moving on. The producer's moving on. <laughs> well, then, then Adam, if you don't have anything else, Jay, if you nope. don't have anything else, you know, we want we let's just let's just roll out of here. Then we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else suggests themselves to the show. We really appreciate it, especially in these times. Again, check us out on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and every other else, uh, every other place that this DSP uh, thing takes us out there. I am Tommy Martinez. And I'm Adam Tate. And you were listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard Today podcast. Remember, play it often, play it well, play it loud, 
but play it. Until the next time you could hear from us. We'll leave you with this one, Adam, from the Foo Fighters, as you stay home and fight the urge to break out. Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Date Coba Promotions. ABC, always be cool. Rock and roll. April the 4th, 2020.